Hey, this is Susan Blanton with the Create Happy Now podcast, and welcome back to the Intuitive Masters of Happiness series. We are almost finished with all 20 episodes. This is the 19th episode, and we have one more after today. We have been exploring what your intuition is, how to connect with yours, and all the magic that happens when you strengthen your intuition. And so I want to make sure that you check out these last two that are today and next Wednesday. And if you've missed most of this series and you're just getting started, don't worry. You're able to check out any of the episodes here on the podcast, or you can go over to the YouTube channel on Create Happy Now and check them out there. Another thing that you're able to do is if you'd like to watch the interviews rather than just listen to the audio version, you can go over to the createhappynow.com website and go to the events tab and get your download for your own library for $27.95, which is $20 off the VIP access package that we offered in February. Now, before I get to my next guest, for those of you who struggle with quieting your mind and want to be able to do it in an easier, more creative way and learn how to start your journey to happiness, abundance, peace, and purpose and say yes to life every day, I want to remind you that I have a new meditation coming out just in a few more weeks that is designed to do just that. I also have a new meditation YouTube channel that are both called Create Happy Meditations. If you'd like to be on the waiting list for the app, go to my website, createhappynow.com and click on the meditation app tab and sign up today. Last week, Maite Dussault and I discussed how law of attraction and intuition are strongly related and understanding both improves your path to happiness the most. My next guest is Catherine Yarborough. Catherine is a vibrant speaker, coach, and manifesting clients mentor, and she teaches women entrepreneurs how to be engaging, expressive, and impactful speakers who attract clients and grow business they love. She is a founder of the Vibrant Entrepreneurial Circle, an inspirational speaker, and the best-selling author of Keep Moving Forward, a guide to the on-purpose solopreneur. Here is the director's cut, getting you down to her juicy wisdom about how to embrace your current situation now and reduce resistance to open up the flow of opportunities and your intuition connection. Well, Catherine, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your wisdom um, at this Intuitive Masters of Happiness conference. And I know we were going to dig into a little bit about kind of loving where you are, loving you, loving your job, loving your business, and, and how that kind of helps you open yourself up for opportunity and, and strengthening your intuition. Yes. Yes. So I think that we got into this idea because I was saying, I'm really excited about the whole idea of loving your business. And what I'm exploring with that can be applied to lots of different areas of our life. So let me start with this and then we'll come back to what you're talking about because it's all connected and yes. I'm so excited. So one of the things that I've been understanding for myself is that 
when I think about different parts of my business, like marketing, for example, I've got to send emails. I want to go to networking events. I want to use social media and for my marketing. So when I think about my marketing or any one of those in particular things, I can either feel tight or I can feel open and in flow. And that tight feeling is when I'm not loving it. And that open and flow feels like love to me. And one way we can access this, I learned this from somebody recently, is if we open up to that feeling of love for someone, like, for example, when I think of my son, I just go, oh, I feel love. And then I, and then you open to that feeling of love and then you think about that particular thing, like, like marketing. Like transfer it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So if I take that love to marketing, what shifts in me? What do I then think about? What do I then do? So I'm exploring this for myself. And when you invited me to be on, uh, join you for this and to have a conversation, I thought this would be a fun, juicy conversation to have and could apply to people, whether it's your business or your job or your life. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are some of the the tools that um, maybe someone can get grasp on this idea? Well, so I know that one of the things that you were saying before is that when you look at what's going on right now and you apply that feeling of love to it instead of pushing it away, then it makes this moment in life <laughs> a lot easier, right? So whether it's your job or your business, you're going to love it. And when you are in that feeling of love and you accept everything that's going on, then it's much more easier to make a change. Exactly. And it's kind of like um, the scenario of if you're getting ready to plan a vacation and you've got a road trip, and say the road trip is where you want to be. Maybe it's a new career. Maybe it's um, you're just starting to date and you really want to find your soulmate. Or maybe it's your business and you're just getting started and and you really want to to you have goals and and dreams of your business ending up being a, a certain way you know, allowing you to have a certain lifestyle. Okay. So say that that's your trip and you're packing your car, you get your bags in your car. Are you beating yourself up because you're just packing your bags in your car and that you're, you haven't reached your destination uh, of your vacation or you mm -hmm. go, I, I know I'll get there. I got, you know, a general idea path and and sometimes a GPS will take us on a detour because, you know, maybe there's road construction or, you know, mudslide or, you know, whatever um, traffic. So you get veered off, you get delayed, but you still on your path, you're going to your destination, you're going on your vacation. So don't beat yourself up. That's not your fault. You're just on your way. You're just right here, right now on your way. So I, I love this, Susan, because what's happening is we're talking 
talking about this is I'm coming up with two different life examples, one related to my business and one with my life. And I want to share both if that's okay. Yes, it's please. Perfect. Okay. People love stories and examples, right? <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, folks, I've been divorced for a long time and I haven't really been looking because I'm very focused on growing my business and fulfilling my purpose. That's the main thing that excites me. But I've been spending a lot of time in the evening doing things like watching TV on Netflix and stuff like that. And I thought to myself, well, Catherine, what's a better use of your time? And I thought, well, what if I started exploring the dating scene? And I could do that in the evening when I don't have brain power for work. And so I signed up for eHarmony just this past week. I, had, I don't think I've been on it a week, right? So if anyone doesn't know eHarmony is a dating site, and I even paid money for it and did their little test. And I get on there, Susan, and I'm scrolling through all the matches, and I'm going, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> I mean, oh, my gosh. And then I only have one guy so far who's reached out to me. Maybe it's my curly hair. Maybe it's because I'm I'm a powerful woman. Maybe I'm intimidating. Maybe it's because they're all going, ooh, 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 too. I don't know. But anyway, you're reminding me to not give up on the journey. Not that I, I'm not really attached to the outcome. I don't really care. Well, it would be nice to have someone to have fun with. So it would be nice, it would be nice to have to tomorrow, but you've right. got to figure out what you like and what you don't like first. And, and so if I, but here's, here's the thing that we do and I can go, oh, it's not going to work. eHarmony isn't going to work. I could quit now. I'm feeling the not love about the whole experience. I'm feeling the ooh about it. I could quit. And we know what's going to happen if I quit. Nothing. I'll never go on the trip. Yeah. Yeah, you got to sift and sort first, kind of like, oh, I like it, this, I don't like that, I like this. I mean, that's what life is all about. It's going to give us stuff we don't like, and it's going to get stuff that we do like. And we go, hmm, I feel good about this. I really like this. And, oh, I don't like that so much, you know. And so then once you've sifted and sorted and you've started to kind of get your preferences very strong and you know it and you embody it, then you go, okay, now that I know what I want, then I'm heading this direction. Yeah. But you don't have to beat up yourself because you're just starting. Yeah. 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 And, and keep going. And so on the journey though, it's possible to get the, that tightness, mm -hmm. especially for entrepreneurs. Cause that world, I really know well. Imposter As syndrome. Exactly. Exactly. You can feel the tightness. You'll feel it when you're stepping outside of your comfort zone and you're trying something new. So let's say, for example, I'm on podmatch.com. So here's another, like, almost like a dating site, but for podmatch, you know, podcast. So there I'm putting myself out. And when I don't get the responses that I want, I can feel the tightening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, it, should I listen to that tightening? Or should I trust that there's going to be those ups and downs, those flows, those yeses, those no's, and to just trust the process with that. And so sometimes the tightening means this is a definite no. For example, 
I heard about a month ago about a speaking opportunity. There's a woman who's doing a conference and her audience is exactly my audience. Like your audience is not necessarily my audience. You reached out to me and we had a conversation about this thing and I felt the flow. I, Susan, to be honest, the whole time I'm going, why am I feeling the yes here? Because you don't have, a, you're not saying to me, this is a community of women entrepreneurs who are coaches, healers, on purpose, solopreneurs. You, I didn't say that to me. And I'm going, why am I feeling the flow? I have no idea why I'm feeling the flow, except for I felt it. So I said, yes. And that's why I'm here. This other woman who has the exact right audience, her energy and who she is, all I could feel was no. It was such a tight no. And, you know, that's back to the intuition. And it wasn't a fear no. It was like, yeah, that's a no. Mm -mm. Yeah. So distinguishing, yeah, distinguishing the purpose-driven fear no, that's a contraction, the tightening that we need to look into and go, okay, well, I just, I've never done this before. I'm uncomfortable versus the no that's your intuition is telling you, this isn't right. And yeah, so I don't know what, what do you think about that in terms of those different kinds of intuitive hits? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like sometimes, I mean, it, it's, it can be stronger than others, but the more that you know yourself, the, the feeling that you get And it's kind of like, you just feel whole, like you just feel, yeah, like I want to do this. Yeah. Like, and then when it's a no, you're just like, like, you just like get, get away. You know, you just kind of want to put, no, I'm done. Shut down. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's mm -mm. no, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to describe because everybody's going to have their own ways of being able to test whether it's a yes or no. And, you know, you can use kinesiology, which is like muscle testing. Now you might want to have a partner go, you go like this, and then you say, test it. And you say, my name is Lisa. And it's like looser. And then my name is Susan and more rigid. So then you know that stiffness is a yes and you know the coming down is an is a no and you really can't do it on yourself I was just giving it a demonstration but you have somebody else do it and you really lock your hand out there and then you can make a decision um or you can stand and like kind of rock forward or rock backwards and and test what's your truth and what's not your truth. And so then you can kind of ask, I think another thing that I've, like if you have a few decisions to make and you don't know which one, you can put them in on a piece of paper in a bowl and you don't have to like go, okay, the one I get is the one. That's not what it is. You pick it out and go pretend that the one you pick is going to have to be the one. And what are you rooting for? First of all, what are you hoping you're going to pick? And, or if you pick one and go, oh, oh, that's not the one I wanted. Then you're going to have a better idea of like what really is in tune with yourself. 
You know, I do that sometimes with meals. It's really funny. At my ex-husband. He did do uh, that. Yeah, my ex-husband would do, oh no, that was something else. Here's what I, I was thinking of something else he would do as similar as a kind of like a child, like um, uh, rhyming thing. But so I'll do any, many, miny mo. So if I have two, two or three or four choices, and then I'll pick the one, I'll be, oh no, I don't want that. It really helps to go, no, that's not what I want. I like, I like the bowl thing too. That's a great idea. And we're faced with choices all the time. What's our yes? What's our no? And how do we get to it? And I think that I've been practicing mindfulness and body awareness and breath awareness for 35-ish years, over 35 years. So I've been practicing tuning in to, to the sensations that I experience. And I really think that for me, part of my intuition comes from that sensation. And some of it's, sometimes I get a visual, a picture in my head, and that way an idea pops or words pop in. And a lot of times it's that intuitive hit of, oh, this feels good or this doesn't feel good. So one thing I have practiced is it's kind of like, it's like an acronym, but I don't have words for it. But I just stop when, before I say something. So, especially when you have like a knee jerk reaction to something, because mm. everybody's going to have something just like, <gasps> and you want to just like react to it. And so I just stop. Um, <laughs> and yeah. I think are the next words that are going to come out of my cell out of my mouth going to be constructive or destructive to me or them or both. Yeah. You know, am I trying to improve the situation or break it down? Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll just have to remove myself for a while, you know, cool off. Um, and, 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 I, I've been that way all my life. You know, anytime I had an issue with my parents, I'd storm off to my bedroom and slam the door. <laughs> um, but, you know, when you're a parent and your kids are assassing you or someone accuses you of doing something you didn't do and you just immediately want to come back and, and um, have a, a reaction, stop and say to yourself are the next words that are going to come out of my mouth going to be productive constructive or destructive and that has made huge changes mm. and, and sometimes I just don't say anything at all because I'm like I don't really need to say anything mm. you know there's times I just don't really need it. it's not worth it mm it's not worth even responding to, mm -hmm. to certain things because it's going to be forgotten. It's going to be forgotten. And so that's really powerful as well. Yeah. It's a beautiful practice, Susan, really great for, especially for relationships and improving relationships to, and to have that awareness of that knee jerk desire to blurt something out, which whatever in a situation like that. Good, good for you. Or, to stop 
before you complain. Mm. Mm. Because the more you complain about, the more, if you're focusing on what you're complaining about, whatever focus on expands. So um, I have noticed in my relationships, the ones that I complained about, the more drama ensued. Mm. The ones mm. I didn't complain about, the more they improved. Mm. That's interesting. And, you know, it makes me think if I, we come back to what I start, what I started sharing about in the beginning, which is that feeling of loving your business. Like yes. If you think about whether it's your marketing or your clients or your income or whatever it is that you're exploring or working on or struggle with, with your business, if you are an entrepreneur or solopreneur, if you're not in that place of love internally, you're actually in the internal complaint place. Mm-hmm. whether you're saying it out loud or you're feeling it to yourself, like, oh my God, why don't I have more clients? Or I really have to get back on social media again. Or, you know, my coach told me I should do blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to do blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, I know for both myself and all the clients that I work with, they can go, we can go to that internal complaint place. And you're right. The more we're either saying it out loud or feeling it inside of ourselves, the more we create negativity around that. So we get back to how can we access love for whatever it is? How can we access love for marketing? That five of love for our, for our clients or attracting clients for our income whether it's what we want it to be or what it's going to be. How can we access love for what's happening now and what's going to happen in the future? You know, how do we shift into that vibration? Because the vibration of love is the vibration of flow. And yes, and and when we're doing that, we're in tune with, in my opinion, in my experience, with the great one that we're all part of. When yes. we're feeling that flow, we're moving forward in flow with that. So if we're in internal complaint, or we're saying it out loud, we're not there. You're pinching so, yourself off. Yeah. You're pinching yourself off. So if you can just start with little things you appreciate, you know, even if you hate your job, mm-hmm. it's paycheck, you know. Um, maybe you can say that, you know, the the commute's really not that bad. I did meet some good friends. They actually have a pretty nice bathroom here you know i mean you can just go find something that's going right try to like steer your boat into what's going right what's going right instead of steering your boat into what's going wrong what you don't like i mean you can go hey i really don't like that but don't just keep like focusing on that and then you know like if you let's say you don't like the bathroom don't go in the bathroom and go ah there's only like free stalls in here. Oh, you know what? The floor is so ugly. It looks like they need to be redo it. You know what? The, the hot water doesn't get very hot in here. And you know, the mirrors are not well lit. I can't even see, you know, my, my makeup looks horrible. I look so pale and ill in these. I mean, you can just keep adding on and adding on, but you know, just be happy that they have bathroom instead of having to go down to the next building and go. (laughs) Right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I think this was a great topic. I'm glad you brought it up, Catherine. And I I really feel that if everybody just starts with this one thing, 
to, to practice, then that is going to open up the flow of your intuition. That connection is going to get bigger and bigger. And, and it's just a lot more fun to find things that are going right than to complain about things that are going wrong. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know misery loves company, but your intuition does not love misery. And what can happen when we bring love and gratitude and bringing attention to it. Like if, uh, for example, for me, if I'm thinking about marketing, if I bring love to it, my mind is going to open to ideas that are in that flow of love. And if you're thinking about what you love about your work or what, you know, loving a job, your mind and your life experiences are going to bring you a new idea about a different kind of job maybe to go look for or an opportunity that shows up. So it's amazing what can happen when we shift into this love vibe. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So Catherine, thank you so much for joining us today. So can you tell the listeners um, how they can find you if they're interested and and what you have to offer? Um, How can they get in touch with you and what do you have going on? Sure. One of the best things to do is to join me in my Facebook group, which is the Vibrant Entrepreneurs Facebook group. So you just go in Vibrant Entrepreneurs. I'll put it right here. Yeah, good. That'll be great. And of course, my website currently is manifestingclientsacademy.com. But in the next month or so, it's going to shift to vibrantentrepreneurs.com. So that's exciting. And on Amazon, you can get my book, Keep Moving Forward, A Guide for the On-Purpose Solopreneur. Awesome. Well, I'll also have all those links available for everybody as well. And um, definitely check out her websites and uh, join her Facebook page. Um, I'm a member of her Facebook page and she is very active. It's very fun. She asks lots of interesting questions. And so it's just kind of fun to participate. So thank you again, Catherine. I really appreciate you being, being here. And it was a lot of fun. And I look forward to staying in touch with you and on Facebook and thank you again. Sounds great to me. Thank you, Susan. All right. Bye now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Create Happy Now podcast. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell. If you have a topic to suggest, please leave a comment below. Catch the Create Happy Now podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, and Podchaser. Check out other YouTube videos on the Create Happy Now YouTube channel. And if you want more, check down below for resources, courses, and events, or go to www.createhappynow.com.